Hello, we're back. Backstreet Boy, and we're here with... I mean, we know who it is, so let's <laughs> so just get into it. I'm not good at the intros, but, you know, I'm getting better. Yeah. We're Mark Dennis. We're back. Mark Dennis. Uh, we stopped on the book that he recommended, The Polyvagal Theory. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Ramon started having a conversation, so you can continue from that. Um, for example, like, I'm not sure why I'm like this. Um, I, I, I think about it every day, like, why am I able to talk to anybody regardless of, because I met all types of people. Mm -hmm. But, like, talk to all types of people. I don't, like, to stop. Like, I don't like to judge. Yeah. And, like, um, I'm not sure why I'm like this, but someone brought it to my attention until, like, I actually realized that more of my friends from here was, like, how do you just go up and just talk to people? Uh -huh. <laughs> and I was, like, I do. Like, it's, like, wow. Is it like, can't you? He's, like, No. My they bring up my anxiety. Uh -huh. See, everybody has anxiety. Everybody has worries. Everybody has fears. There's uh -huh. nothing like you let that stop you. Right. You try. You get in your own head. I like, think it's a condition. Right. Anxiety is everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everything has worries and fears. Mm -hmm. Everybody. It's a common. It was makes us human. Mm -hmm. That's what kept us alive. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, they're human like me. So why should I? Oh well, I'm afraid what they're gonna say. Who cares? Right. You know, it's my life. Right. One life. Right. One so life. <laughs> it's like it's like you gotta you can't let fear stop you. Right. You know? Right. For sure. So profound. That's that's right. Mm -hmm. I, I think about it too because like like I have this thing too where I just like I, I just like to talk to people and I'm really into trying my ideas out, no mm -hmm. matter how bad they are, because I feel like a lot of people stop trying their different ideas because yeah. they're a little bit fear. Because I wouldn't be here sitting with this guy if I didn't try to do my own podcast. Mm -hmm. I try to do podcasts and I try to do, I opened my own club here in Sac City. I tried different things. I became a vice president of the, of the, of the board, of the club committee board. Mm -hmm. And I met you because I met this guy and I did this and I did that. And it's like, you get this like a wide experience of things that yeah. you can just like look back on and you're like, you feel fulfilled, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I'm, I'm able to sit here and talk to you guys. Yeah. Because I did the things that I did, and it's not like I became the richest person, you know, on like in human history because I did that stuff. But mm -hmm. it just led to fulfilling experiences. Yeah. It led to experiences. Mm -hmm. That's the matter. Mm -hmm. Like good experiences, not me staring at my phone type of thing, you know. Right. And I just love to try new things, and so sometimes I find my friends not wanting to try that. They, they have this sort of, like. I can't necessarily pinpoint it, but sometimes they're just like, oh, you know, like, like, why do you want to do that? It's like, mm -hmm. well, why not? Like, right. why not? Like, right. the question isn't, why should we? It's like, why shouldn't we do mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. you know? For sure. It's better to do than, it's better, what the heck did I say? I say it all the time. It's better to say that you did than you didn't or something like that. Like, uh -huh. it's better to know. Right. Like, if I didn't do it, I would never know. So, yeah. why not, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's that so. quote, the, the 100%, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Right. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. And those are the regrets. You know what I mean? Like, you don't regret the things that you tried that. and yeah. failed. You yeah. regret the things that you never tried. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. 100%. Man, a failure teaches you a lot, dude. Oh, yeah. My God, it teaches you so much yeah. what not to do. I like being the definition of what not to do. So, if I had kids, don't be like me because I'm an idiot. So, like, <laughs> like, so, like, oh, I, I, I like, just be better than me. That's the goal. Mm -hmm. But don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Because if you're afraid, then you're not. I don't know, bro. Like you, you're gonna limit yourself. Oh, I can't do that. Like, mm -hmm. because I don't want to fail. Like, yeah, nah, dude. 100%. Yeah, that's my middle name. I mean, I mean, that's it. Like, um, that's how you learn. That's yeah. How we probably learn as like species. Like we probably couldn't hunt the the thing down. We're like, well, I can't eat right now, so I have to think how 
like like why I couldn't eat today. So mm-hmm. I have to figure it out. You know, right. it's just a learning process. It's natural. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, and I wonder why we're. I wonder. I wonder at what age and why we like stop engaging. Because I I remember there was a point in my life where I stopped that process. Where mm-hmm. it was like I was sort of like bounded by my fears, anxieties, and stuff like that. And it took a little bit of. I actually it took a lot of effort. To, yeah. To get to a point where you were like. Okay, you know this is that, this is this. So I need to like control myself. Yeah. I need to like learn more about myself. Mm-hmm. Know these like sort of habits that I should develop in myself. Like I wonder when that happens and why that happens. Yeah, yeah. Like why you lose it or when when you why you gained it back. Why I lose it? Uh huh. You know, because I understand why I gained it back because right. I was like because I was sort of mad at myself. So right. I was like, I gotta fix this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I sort of saw people that were better than me, and I was like, well, like. Like, why are they better than me? Uh-huh. I don't understand it. Uh-huh. Like, I really did not. And I yeah. was like, it's it started. It, it was a slow, painful process because it was. It felt like almost like I was getting um. How do you say? Oh, alienated, alienated, alienated. Yeah, alienated. From, uh-huh. Like from my friends because I was so in my head trying to mm-hmm. figure out why I was the way I was. Yeah, you know, and it was painful. It was yeah. Painful. Yeah, but it was worth it. Yeah, no, and I think a part, a big part of it is, is just socialization. You know, we we don't necessarily live in a society where the powers that be want us to be open, free thinkers, willing to yeah. try anything, trying mm-hmm. to follow our own destiny, trying to find our own path. Uh-huh. We live to a large extent in a society where we're expected to sort of take on certain roles, do certain things, mm-hmm. not necessarily question a lot. So I think society kind of teaches us to just sort of like stop being curious in a way, uh-huh. you know, oh, and yeah. you have to almost fight against the lessons of society to 100%. bring back that natural, because kids are naturally curious, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. naturally curious, naturally fascinated by everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's society that kind of slowly over time kind of yeah. beats that curiosity mm-hmm. out of us, you know, yeah. um, because it serves society to a certain extent for you not to ask too many questions or try too many things, you know, yeah. that's yeah. like reverse psychology. Mm-hmm. That's what my parents failed to realize when raising me <laughs> that you have to use reverse psychology. Right. Like they told me, you ain't gonna graduate, boy. I graduated uh-huh. in the summertime, but I graduated <laughs> and like I'm in college uh-huh. and they didn't expect that. So like, it's like you have to treat, it's like, it's a mindset. Yeah. It's a mindset. People, it's a mindset. Like, <laughs> get in your heads. Yeah. Like I, dude, I used to be a quiet child. Like I didn't play. No, I was playing with bugs. Uh-huh. Like, like all the school. Like nobody liked me. They thought I was annoying. So because I had a social, like real, like I didn't know how to socialize with people, mm-hmm. and I was always around adults. And like for some reason, I'm not sure when this happened. I think this started to happen junior year. And I just said earlier I didn't know, but I think now I think about it, I do know. Like uh-huh. by junior year, that's when I started to break out my shell. I started to do stuff, um, and like I think it's. Um, it's kind of go off but comedy helped mm-hmm. me I like making make people laugh so like I saw how other people you know Eric Andre you know who Eric Andre uh-huh. is yes like I saw how he did stuff and like, he just like went out there like he didn't really care like like, and I think that's just kind of what I channeled yeah but I didn't do like crazy stuff I wish I did I uh-huh. should have did it <laughs> There's still time. When I was young. No, because you can go to jail now. Yeah. So, like, I'm 19. Right. Shit, dude, I was like, little baby. So, like, <laughs> you're not gonna, you can't, like, oh, he's a baby. He's stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like having those people around that, like, that have, like, sort of, that have those qualities that you want to have makes mm-hmm. you realize, oh, it's possible. And you're like, I can get there. So, yeah. it's just like, I think it's very powerful to for everybody to know that 
if somebody has done it, you can do it. Yeah. No matter whether you're a female or male, mm-hmm. no, no matter who your idol is, mm-hmm. if somebody has done it, you can do mm-hmm. it. I think it's very popular. Yeah. I, I think it's cool, good for children to be around different types of children. Like, I was watching, what's his name? Oh, what is his name? Uh, 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 Daryl Davis, Daryl Davis, you know who it is? Daryl Davis. Daryl no. Davis. Mm-mm. He's, um, he's like this musician who, um, he like converted. He jazz musician? Yeah, he's like he's like this African American dude who converted um like two hundred people out of the. This is so funny because actually the Klansman, right? Klansman, yeah. yeah. Someone else was telling me this story a couple of days ago, so this is definitely something I need to look into because you're the second person who's yeah. mentioned this to me in like two days. I've, I've heard this too, the second time too. Yeah, yeah. like about like how like you just I don't know how to explain it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not like I think because. They so strictly to stay with one person. Cause I'm gonna use my product example because I can't really explain this because I'm not very smart. But don't say that. <laughs> oh, true. All right, thank you. Yeah. See? <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> so, um, um, for my person me personally, I go with all types of people. Mm-hmm. I go with um I grew up in African American home, but most of my friends are Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, or like they're not like what my mom wanted me wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's what made me more susceptible to other cultures mm-hmm. and get into other things because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, she didn't necessarily make the effort to do it, but I think it's just for some reason being where I was raised, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Some people, and I understand why I do, I understand why communities are so tight knit. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you only stay on this side, you know, like, and I think, what am I talking about? It's It gets to the point where, like, you realize you're human like you, mm-hmm. you know, and like that. Not everybody's. I think it's just ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I'm really trying to get to. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's ignorance. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the what you don't understand, you fear. And fear turns into anger. Mm-hmm. Anger turns into chaos or mm-hmm. destruction. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, you have to make the effort to go into it. Yeah, yeah, For sure. So true. I, so, so true. I, I like what you just said about, about about fear that fear turns into anxiety and stuff like mm-hmm. this. If you're always fearful, if you're always fearful, then you kind of just like it gets into your head, mm-hmm. ingrained into your head. You just like just it, it becomes that it becomes your natural habitat. It becomes yeah. Your anxiety. And then yeah. I've heard this thing. Um, some few like very influential people. I think I think one of them might have been David Goggins, who was a uh, who went through like Navy SEAL training, he went mm. to Ranger training, he went through all these kind of crazy stuff and he he's like the Bruce Lee, but I think at this point he, he like he might have surpassed Bruce Lee. Mm. It's, it's, wow. it's, it's, it's actually insane. But basically him and some other guy previously that, that I listened to were saying how a lot of people are sort of in that survival mode. Yes. They're always scared and yep. it's like they react rather than think, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like that rat race thing. Yeah. That rat race thing where you just like kind of sort of just follow your inst- emotions constantly, your mm-hmm. things just, you get pushed around mm-hmm. by life mm-hmm. instead of like trying to like really think through stuff. And yep. and it's like, it's sort of a trap doing like a, wanting to become something better yeah. professionally. Yeah. Because you get into this um, sort of rat race that you're just like constantly like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. No, mm-hmm. you just really got to like, sit down, think, really think about what you want to do mm-hmm. and then think through your actions and then slowly, slowly commit. Mm-hmm. Commit. Like, you don't have to be super slow, but you have to be sort of, how do you say it? Not rushing things, not reacting yeah. to things, but rather yeah. than thinking. And 
one of the things that you mentioned uh, in the in the first part of the podcast was meditation. Mm-hmm. As soon as I started doing that, I noticed that because just um, just for the sake of it, I was in the library, this uh, um, Sac City Library, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of sitting. I was like, I'm kind of bored, you know. And and I just started like learning about meditation. I started like actual practicing meditation. It was mm-hmm. like my second day. Mm-hmm. So and and I started read about Zen Buddhism because I was in the library, so I was just like reading books. I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things was like, like they had this like Zen meditation where it was you're just like you're you're sitting, you, you, you no, know, you do your thing mm-hmm. essentially. So I was like, ah, oh, why not try it one more? Mm-hmm. So I try out. And I zone out for 20, 30 minutes. I open my eyes and it's like, I don't want anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, I'm just there. Like, yeah. it's insane. Like, I, I've been trying to replicate that feeling. Yeah. And it's like, you just, you just don't care. You mm-hmm. just don't care what's going on. You're just there in the moment. And yeah. I was just like walking to my class and I was just like fascinated mm-hmm. by the things that were around me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me like thinking, oh, I need to do something. I need right. to like do something. Oh. What does this person think? What is that? What is yeah. this? I was just like, there. It's mm-hmm. it's actually insane. I recommend everybody to try it. When yeah. you reach that point, you're not gonna want to start mm-hmm. meditating. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And 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 really, when you think about it, fear and anxiety come from either being in the past or being in the future, right? Very yes. seldom is fear or anxiety present when you're actually in the present moment you know it's coming from you thinking about things that happened in the past thinking about what might or might not happen in the future but Uh when you can be in the present moment there's no reason to be afraid or anxious unless you are in a threatening kind of situation you know so there's so much to be said about like the power of mindfulness to keep you present in the present moment Uh as a way of dealing with fear and anxiety you know yeah i think i think just like it becomes the opposite of fear and anxiety. It mm-hmm. becomes like sort of happiness and peace. Yeah. You know, it's just that you're super peaceful. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I wonder like, um, there's actually other things that I've been also kind of starting to do. I started stretching out more mm-hmm. because I work out a lot. Yeah. And one of the things that David Goggins was saying is that, you know, cause he works out like 10 times harder than me. And mm-hmm. one of the things I started doing is sometimes I like to just go ham on myself. Mm-hmm. I like to just go overboard, like overload myself. And I come home, I'm sore as hell. And, it kind of lasts for multiple days. Yeah. And so one of the things that he does, is he stretches for two hours a day. Mm-hmm. And one of, and the thing is apparently is that because your muscles feel so tense Yeah. and whether you're sitting just by sitting, you don't have to be working out, but just by sitting, you tense up your muscles so much yeah. that your brain, your nervous system thinks that you're in that yeah. uh, like mode of like, um, how do you say, survival mode, mm-hmm. you know, cause you're not relaxed. Your body's not relaxed. Yeah. Because kids, they're, they're running like they can run miles and miles mm-hmm. nonstop and because they're they're free they mm-hmm. don't have like they don't they don't they don't kind of walk weird they, they walk freely they're mm-hmm. free in every in every way yeah and and that's the thing I feel like I started doing it and I was like whoa I reached like a whole another level of yeah. that of that being in peace being mindful yeah yeah insane sitting is such an unnatural activity you know really? when you really think, I mean, like sitting in a chair it's mm-hmm. it, it, chairs are like five six hundred years old what? before that there were no chairs you uh-huh. know people so people squat you know uh-huh. you would when you were resting you would literally rest in a squat and it's a completely different experience from it's terrible experience <laughs> yeah like and, and when, when you're so, I mean, it's like yeah. you do produce so much tension in your body and one of the things we know about human psychology uh-huh. human psychology is very much very much based on what's happening in the body. Your yeah. body is sending just as much information to your brain as your brain is sending to your body. Uh-huh. So when you're doing things in your body that are creating 
stress in your in, in your body, like sitting uh -huh. for too long, too long a periods uh -huh. of time, it does impact your psychology and it does make you experience more threat and more anxiety yes. and more fight or flight, you know? Yeah. So and true. One of the things I want to recommend to people is that um, <clears throat> the hip ones, apparently mm -hmm. like our hips are very, are very, um, you say, um, tight. Uh -huh. and, and, and one of the things that I looked up, like, um, one of the things that are really helpful I would never think, but yoga. Yeah. Yoga, like uh -huh. the whole art of like stretching it out and mm -hmm. like getting more body posture. Cause they, cause they apparently they fix your posture, mm -hmm. right? And they do a lot of things. So I think I'm going to roll that cause I have some back pain that it's like almost chronic now. Yeah. And I want to kind of see if that's going to help. And, mm -hmm. and I wonder, cause if it does, I'm definitely going to recommend everybody yoga. Yeah. Cause a lot of people that I admire, uh -huh. they do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I see people, when I see the people that I admire do something, yeah. I just want to at least try it yeah. to see if it's going to work on me. Mm -hmm. And, usually it does and i'm just like whoa yeah I need to let my friends know yeah yeah no so many benefits yeah. to, to to yoga in term, in, including like um being able to control your own nervous system like yoga is definitely a tool yeah. that you can use i heard it's insanely hard like people think it's like it can stretching. be i mean there's so many different schools yeah. of yoga you yeah. know um but some of them are pretty pretty intense like if yeah. you want the most intense experience with yoga oh, yeah. uh hot oh. yoga Hot yoga. Hot yoga. So, yeah, so they make the room, I think, close to 100 degrees or something like that. It's brutal. But when you come out of that experience, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, you have so many endorphins and so much dopamine. Like, you literally just feel like you're kind of floating after you walk out of the room. Yeah. If yeah. you don't pass out, which occasionally people do. But. I think um, breathing, too, is a <clears throat> yeah. big thing. Because mm -hmm. I was, you know, in music and school, they always say, well, work on your breathing. Yeah. Like, if you learn how to do breathing exercises, that can help you too. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. How so? I don't know. Someone say because I, I know a lot of people. Like, I want to want to say that it's probably true, and I'm sure it's out there because one of the people that also like uh, one of the podcasts I like watching these guys. They're kind of group of friends. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them does the podcast professionally. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of listeners. One of the things they did is they went to like they went to Poland mm -hmm. to do the whole breathing thing, and they did like. They did something kind of special, and they were just like saying how now they just come home and they like have these times when they just breathe. Yeah. And I'm like, like, what do you mean? You just sit down and breathe? Mm -hmm. Like, what's so special about it? Mm -hmm. It's like, there's something to it. There's definitely, I'm definitely going to do more research on that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, uh, and on, on next podcast, we can definitely talk more about this. Talk about breathing. Yeah. 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 Breathing, man. Breathing. Also, this coming back on fear, mm -hmm. why do you think? I think I know the reason. When you're a kid, you're so fearless. You yeah. just do anything. Like, like, you, like you learn. You're, you're, you're like you're learning, but like it's just so like so natural. Like so yeah. natural just to do. Like you think. Hmm. I, don't know. I I just I was thinking about the other day. Like when I was a kid, like I didn't really care about yeah. anything. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, I think every kid's the same. Right? Yeah. I just go like, but then you learn. Mm -hmm. But then you like. I think the more. I, traumatized experiences yeah. you have kind of start to like you start to like realize more stuff mm -hmm. so the more life you, you've been through the more aware you are yeah you know yeah and like um i'm not as i, feel, I like i feel like it's some like places like kids go through like they're damn near adults mm -hmm. the, 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 the stuff that they go through you know they, they grow up so fast and yeah. like i wasn't I'm, I'm like you would think that'll be a good thing but mm -hmm. sometimes like no it's, no no like, why do you say that? Well, because first of all, you just don't have the brain development to be able to deal with it. You know, like there's something to be said. So when you're a child, for the most part, you have to regulate your nervous system through an adult. 
right? Yeah. So like the two, we're all adults uh-huh. in here, right? We yeah. have some power to regulate our own nervous system. Yes. When we're like five or six, we don't have that ability. So we literally have to regulate our nervous systems through the adults around us. And we, yeah. And so when children are going through traumatic experiences, nine times out of 10, it means they don't have protective adults around them who can help them regulate their nervous system. And so mm. um, oh. they may learn to adapt because we're, you know, we're really resilient creatures and we can adapt to just about anything. Oh, yeah. But so they may learn to adapt to it. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's detrimental it interferes with literally the development of their brain, Uh you know? So I think one of the things that can happen is that you can just become cold. Mm -hmm. Like I noticed some people or it's like, I might've gone through that state too. When you just like, you see so much shit in life. Yeah. Sort of thing. You see so much bad things happening. And then you kind of think about, Oh, there's so much bad. And I feel like there's almost a tendency to confirm that. And you start looking at like terrible things that are happening Mm -hmm. around the world, you Mm -hmm. know, and you put yourself into that, like, uh, yeah. The funnel. Yeah. You just go. You just go into that funnel, going downwards, and you see all the terrible things. Because there are plenty of terrible things. Mm-hmm. But just as much as there are plenty of terrible things, there's plenty of positive things as mm-hmm. well. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so there's more positive things. One of the things is that once people like get into that funnel, I feel like they just go cold. There's no. There's no feeling. There's no emotion. Or mm-hmm. there's, I'm sure there's plenty of emotion inside. Yes. But they don't. But they don't let it out, and that's terrible. It's so dangerous because yeah. the in reality, the whole purpose of emotion, like emotions are there for a reason and they're there to shape your behavior, you uh-huh. know? So like if you experience sadness or depression or loneliness, the uh-huh. reason why you experience that is that's your body's way of telling you you need to connect to other people. So when you become disengaged or disconnected from your, your emotions, mm-hmm. you literally end up with needs that you're not able to meet because you don't even know that they're there, you know? And that's so bad for your body, for your psychology for everything one second can we pause the recording no we can't pause the recording okay okay that's fine um, you guys can t- keep talking i'm just gonna go okay yeah. um <laughs> <pretty> good <laughs> so far it's really good so far um this is all work in progress mm-hmm. and hopefully the, the listeners will understand like you know kids trying to do this but at the same time we're making it work it's real right it is real it's authentic it's authentic there's no (laughs) talking about this man there's no dog nothing you know it's legit yeah really done forgot the space is closing (laughs) closing okay well i'm not okay Okay. um my last question i had um yeah i hope people can hear me but my last question was that uh my idea was that each guest um invites a new guest oh and so we're gonna switch roles i'm gonna have you come sit in my place okay and then you're gonna invite somebody in that place like literally physically come sit in your chair yes yes okay All so right. i might not be here next time or either ramon might not be here one uh-huh. of us just won't be here and then you're gonna be sitting here and then there's gonna be another person okay and you choose that person okay but not literally right now like you don't literally oh wow um okay thank mark thank mark thank mark um it could be female, it could be male, mm-hmm. anything. I know so many cool people and my mind is totally going blank right now. Um, Perhaps someone you would really want to have a conversation with. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, okay, so two people are coming to mind. Um, yeah. 
one, and they're both students, actually. Gotcha. Uh, one okay. of them is, uh, her name is Kat Smith. Uh-huh. And I just think she has a really interesting story as someone who um, started college many, many years ago and was not successful and then came back to school later and has been really successful. So I think her story is just really interesting. Let's do that. I really um, like that. Okay. Let's, let's yeah. Just to, and then the second person, hopefully you can know add some other Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what do I do? Depend our, our info. Oh, info. so we can get in contact. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're done. I think we're good. Alrighty, we're done here. Um, thank you for listening. This is pretty good. Uh-huh. And this was Ramon. Ramon, DJ Vic. Yeah, <laughs> DJ Vic. And we have Mark Dennis, professor and dean of psychology at Sacramento City College. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks, guys. <laughs>